0: Question 45 of Summa Theologica Prima Secundae, treatise on the Passions. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Summa Theologica Prima Secundae, treatise on the Passions, by St. Thomas Aquinas, translated by the Fathers of the English Dominican Province question 45 of daring in four articles we must now consider daring under which head there are four points of inquiry first whether daring is contrary to fear second how is daring related to hope third of the cause of daring fourth of its effect First article, whether daring is contrary to fear. Objection one, it would seem that daring is not contrary to fear. For Augustine says, in his 83 questions, question 31, that daring is a vice. Now, vice is contrary to virtue. Since, therefore, fear is not a virtue but a passion, it seems that daring is not contrary to fear. Objection 2. Further, to one thing there is one contrary, but hope is contrary to fear. Therefore, daring is not contrary to fear. Objection 3. Further, every passion excludes its opposite, but fear excludes safety. For Augustine says in Confessions six that, Fear takes forethought for safety. Therefore, safety is contrary to fear. Therefore, daring is not contrary to fear. On the contrary, the philosopher says in Rhetoric five that daring is contrary to fear. I answer that it is of the essence of contraries to be farthest removed from one another as stated in metaphysics 10.4. Now that which is farthest removed from fear is daring. Since fear turns away from the future hurt on account of its victory over him that fears it, whereas daring turns on threatened danger because of its own victory over that same danger. Consequently, it is evident that daring is contrary to fear. Reply to objection one, anger, daring, and all the names of the passions can be taken in two ways. First, as denoting absolutely movements of the sensitive appetite in respect of some object, good or bad, and thus they are names of passions. Secondly, as denoting besides this movement a straying from the order of reason, and thus they are names of vices it is in this sense that augustine speaks of daring but we are speaking of it in the first sense reply to objection to to one thing in the same respect there are not several contraries but in different respects nothing prevents one thing having several contraries accordingly it has been said above, in question 23, article 2, as well as in question 40, article 4, that the irascible passions admit of a twofold contrariety. One, according to the opposition of good and evil, and thus fear is contrary to hope. The other, according to the opposition of approach and withdrawal, and thus daring is contrary to fear, and despair contrary to hope. Reply to Objection 3. Safety does not denote something contrary to fear, but merely the exclusion of fear. For he is said to be safe who fears not. Wherefore, safety is opposed to fear as a privation, while daring is opposed thereto as a contrary. And as contrariety implies privation, so daring implies safety. second article whether daring ensues from hope objection one it would seem that daring does not ensue from hope because daring regards evil and fearful things as stated in ethics 3 7 but hope regards good things as stated above in question 40 article 1. therefore they have different objects and are not in the same order therefore daring does not ensue from hope objection to further just as daring is contrary to fear so is despair contrary to hope but fear does not ensue from despair in fact despair excludes fear as the philosopher says in rhetoric 2 5 therefore daring does not result from hope objection three further daring is intent on something good notably victory but it belongs to hope to tend to that which is good and difficult therefore daring is the same as hope and consequently does not result from it on the contrary the philosopher says in ethics 3 8 that Those who are hopeful are full of daring. Therefore, it seems that daring ensues from hope. I answer that, as we have often stated in question 22, article 2, question 35, article 1, question 41, article 1, all these passions belong to the appetitive power. Now, every movement of the appetitive power is reducible to one either of pursuit or of avoidance. Again, pursuit or avoidance is of something either by reason of itself or by reason of something else. By reason of itself, good is the object of pursuit and evil the object of avoidance. But by reason of something else, evil can be the object of pursuit through some good attaching to it and good can be the object of avoidance through some evil attaching to it now that which is by reason of something else follows that which is in reason by itself consequently pursuit of evil follows pursuit of good and avoidance of good follows avoidance of evil now these four things belong to four passions since pursuit of good belongs to hope, avoidance of evil to fear. The pursuit of the fearful evil belongs to daring, and the avoidance of good to despair. It follows, therefore, that daring results from hope, since it is in hope of overcoming the threatening object of fear that one attacks it boldly. But despair results from fear, since the reason why a man despairs is because he fears the difficulty attaching to the good he should hope for reply to objection one this argument would hold if good and evil were not coordinate objects but because evil has a certain relation to good since it comes after good as privation comes after habit consequently daring which pursues evil comes after hope which pursues good reply to objection to although good absolutely speaking is prior to evil yet avoidance of evil precedes avoidance of good just as the pursuit of good precedes the pursuit of evil consequently just as hope precedes daring so fear precedes despair. And just as fear does not always lead to despair, but only when it is intense, so hope does not always lead to daring, save only when it is strong. Reply to Objection 3 Although the object of daring is an evil to which, in the estimation of the daring man, the good of victory is conjoined, yet daring regards the evil and hope regards the conjoined good. In like manner, despair regards directly the good which it turns away from, while fear regards the conjoined evil. Hence, properly speaking, daring is not a part of hope but its effect, just as despair is an effect not a part of fear. For this reason, too, daring cannot be a principal passion third article whether some defect is a cause of daring objection one it would seem that some defect is a cause of daring for the philosopher says in on problems 27 4 that lovers of wine are strong and daring but from wine ensues the effect of drunkenness. Therefore, daring is caused by a defect. Objection to Further, the philosopher says, in Rhetoric two, five that those who have no experience of danger are bold, but want of experience is a defect. Therefore, daring is caused by a defect objection three further those who have suffered wrongs are wont to be daring like the beasts when beaten as stated in ethics 3 5 but the suffering of wrongs pertains to defect therefore daring is caused by a defect on the contrary the philosopher says in rhetoric 2 5 that the cause of daring is the presence in the imagination of the hope that the means of safety are nigh and that the things to be feared are either non-existent or far off but anything pertaining to defect implies either the removal of the means of safety or the proximity of something to be feared therefore nothing pertaining to defect is a cause of daring I answer that As stated above in Articles 1 and 2, daring results from hope and is contrary to fear. Wherefore, whatever is naturally apt to cause hope or banish fear is a cause of daring. Since, however, fear and hope, and also daring, being passions, consist in a movement of the appetite and in a certain bodily transmutation, A thing may be considered as the cause of daring in two ways, whether by raising hope or by banishing fear, in one way in the part of the appetitive movement, in another way on the part of the bodily transmutation. On the part of the appetitive movement which follows apprehension, hope that leads to daring is roused by those things that make us reckon victory as possible such things regard either our own power as bodily strength experience of dangers abundance of wealth and the like or they regard the powers of others such as having a great number of friends or any other means of help especially if a man trust in the divine assistance wherefore those are more daring with whom it is well in regard to godlike things as the philosopher says in rhetoric to five Fear is banished in this way by the removal of threatening causes of fear, for instance, by the fact that a man has no enemies, through having harmed nobody, so that he is not aware of any imminent danger, since those especially appear to be threatened by danger who have harmed others. On the part of the bodily transmutation, daring is caused through the incitement of hope and the banishment of fear, by those things which raise the temperature about the heart. Wherefore the philosopher says, in On the Parts of Animals, 3, 4, that those whose heart is small in size are more daring, while animals whose heart is large are timid, because the natural heat is unable to give the same degree of temperature to a large as to a small heart, just as a fire does not heat a large house as well as it does a small house. He says also in, on Problems twenty seven four that Those whose lungs contain much blood are more daring through the heat in the heart that results therefrom. He says also in the same passage that Lovers of wine are more daring on account of the heat of the wine. Hence it has been said above, in question 40, article 6, that drunkenness conduces to hope since the heat in the heart banishes fear and raises hope by reason of the dilatation and enlargement of the heart. Reply to Objection 1 Drunkenness causes daring, not through being a defect, but through dilating the heart, and again through making a man think greatly of himself. Reply to Objection 2 those who have no experience of dangers are more daring, not on account of a defect, but accidentally. That is, in so far as through being inexperienced they do not know their own failings, nor the dangers that threaten. Hence, it is that the removal of the cause of fear gives rise to daring. Reply to objection three. As the philosopher says in rhetoric two five those who have been wronged are courageous because they think that god comes to the assistance of those who suffer unjustly hence it is evident that no defect causes daring except accidentally that is in so far as some excellence attaches thereto real or imaginary either in oneself or in another fourth article whether the brave are more eager at first than in the midst of danger objection one it would seem that the daring are not more eager at first than in the midst of danger because trembling is caused by fear which is contrary to daring as stated above in article one and in question forty four article three but the daring sometimes tremble at first as the philosopher says in On problems twenty seven three therefore they are not more eager at first than in the midst of danger objection to further passion is intensified by an increase in its object thus since a good is lovable what is better is yet more lovable but the object of daring is something difficult Therefore, the greater the difficulty, the greater the daring. But danger is more arduous and difficult when present. It is then, therefore, that daring is greatest. Objection 3. Further, anger is provoked by the infliction of wounds. But anger causes daring, for the philosopher says in Rhetoric 2, five that anger makes man bold therefore when man is in the midst of danger and when he is being beaten then he is the most daring on the contrary it is said in ethics three seven that the daring are precipitate and full of eagerness before the danger yet in the midst of dangers they stand aloof i answer that daring being a movement of the sensitive appetite follows an apprehension of the sensitive faculty but the sensitive faculty cannot make comparisons nor can it inquire into circumstances its judgment is instantaneous now it happens sometimes that it is impossible for a man to take note in an instant of all the difficulties of a certain situation Hence there arises the movement of daring to face the danger, so that when he comes to experience the danger, he feels the difficulty to be greater than he expected, and so gives way. On the other hand, reason discusses all the difficulties of a situation. Consequently, men of fortitude who face danger according to the judgment of reason at first seem slack, because they face the danger not from passion, But with due deliberation yet when they are in the midst of danger they experience nothing unforeseen but sometimes the difficulty turns out to be less than they anticipated wherefore they are more persevering moreover it may be because they face the danger on account of the good of virtue which is the abiding object of their will however great the danger may prove whereas men of daring face the danger on account of a mere thought giving rise to hope and banishing fear, as stated above in Article 3. Reply to Objection 1 Trembling does occur in men of daring, on account of the heat being withdrawn from the outer to the inner parts of the body, as also occurs in those who are afraid. But in men of daring, the heat withdraws to the heart, wherein those who are afraid it withdraws to the inferior parts reply to objection to the object of love is good simply wherefore if it be increased love is increased simply but the object of daring is a compound of good and evil and the movement of daring towards evil presupposes the movement of hope towards good if therefore so much difficulty be added to the danger that it overcomes hope the movement of daring does not ensue but fails but if the movement of daring does ensue the greater the danger the greater is the daring considered to be reply to objection three hurt does not give rise to anger unless there be some kind of hope, as we shall see later on in question forty six, article one. Consequently, if the danger be so great as to banish all hope of victory, anger does not ensue. It is true, however, that if anger does ensue, there will be greater daring. End of question forty five read by Michael Shane Craig Lambert, L.C.